Hey, peace, love, and light, and welcome to another episode of More Than Real Podcast with your hostess with the mostest, Nefertiti, <laughs> or Nephi Pink Kisses, Nephi. Y'all know me in so many different things, but I am super excited to be sitting here with POC. What's good, ah, now? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling divine. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. We finally get a chance to sit down on the mic together, you I know, should. chop it up, give people, <laughs> give people something for their ears. You know, because I love your personality, so I know this is going to flow so well. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. So, you are a podcast host. Yes. As well, and the name of your podcast, Radio Host, mm-hmm. is Revive Radio. Yes, yes, yes. Let me tell you how the last time I recorded, I said More Than Real Radio, and I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, am I supposed to rebrand? Is this supposed to be a whole station? <laughs> <laughs> it's depending on how far you want to right. go, you know what I mean? Because uh, it started off, for me, Revive started off as an idea. Um, I've always been interested in, in seeing how we can take radio to the next level. Right. Um, and I came out when, you know, podcasting and internet radio just became a thing, became a part of what media media go to media right. was all about so um yeah it depends on how far you want to take it <laughs> hey, how long have you been in the radio business four years total um well having revived four years total okay. but doing radio being around just the industry about six years because mm. i started off with the internship so i was okay. in my internship for about two years before i decided to jump out there and say I'm ready for the world. Who are you interning with? Um, I when I graduated from Cheney University, I started my internship. Shout out to Cheney. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first HBCU. Um, when I graduated from Cheney, um, I started my internship at WRD, uh, which is one of the black-owned. The at that time was the only black-owned radio mm. station in the city of Philadelphia, as well as the state of Pennsylvania. So um, I did I did my internship there. Um, but I started out doing social media marketing. You know how like okay. when you're in college, you never know what you want to do right. to really get out and. Right. The world just starts to happen and you start to be a part of it, right? right. So um, I started my internship doing social media marketing. And then from there, I just I just could not bounce back from, you know, not being at the mic. Like, right. that's just something I wanted to do. I fell in love with it. And I was just, you know, mm, it just flowed dreams from and butterflies from there. Are you still affiliated with them? <laughs> I'm not necessarily on like a one-on-one level. But okay. yes, I love WRD. If it, they need me at any time, I'm, I'm up there. <laughs> yes, so yeah. what is the... Uh, drive behind your radio station <sighs> to really truly uh, put that FUBU effect back FUBU mm. effect back into the community you know that for you that by right. you um, that for us that's by us right. kind of mentality as well you know putting out a platform where voices and stories can be heard and meeting people where they are sparking that conversation right. and you know not allowing people to feel um like we're too far to be reached. Right. Like they're too far to be reached. I right. should say, you know, because we are going to be in the mix. We're going to right. be around. So we we you know one touch away, one call away kind of vibes. Yeah. Right. So I've seen the passion. you work with <laughs> so many dope creators. Thank you. And I think that's how I first got hip to you. It might have been through um, Global Village. Shout okay. out to Leonza. Yes, yes. It might have been through them, but I have seen you work with so many creators. Thank you. And I love it. And it's so diverse. The range is so open. And that's how we got to this this seat, this conversation, right. this mic right now. Right. Um, I was working on um, big shout out to WHYY. I was working with my new partners, WHYY, doing a story. Um, and we both were out there celebrating, you know, um, advocating, right. making sure people know that it, what took place in May of 1985. Um, 85. 85. Mm-hmm. I was going to say 85. Um, let's be correct. May 13th, <laughs> 1985, um, in the city of Philadelphia, in West Philly, took place um, with the mood bombing, the assassination of, you know, about six and black and brown uh, women, men, men and children. Right. So, 
well. We were both out there advocating, but at the same time, I was covering a different story right. um, that was about the COVID vaccine, coronavirus, mm-hmm. um, our first responders here in the right. city they, des- they necessarily don't want to be tested and they right. don't want to get the vaccine right um so i was asking people how do they feel about it does right. it make it mad or not because of your energy how you right. was dressed you know what right. i'm saying you was looking cute everything you had going on i was just like yo she definitely got something to say let me right. see what she got saying and he was like yo and i was like yeah that is. Come Come on. On. And i had seen you prior to that yes. on your way there riding your bike i was like yo check her out on her bike she has the all white bike. i was loving it and yes. i was um actually going to ride my bike that day mm-hmm. but I didn't so I love to see you out there staying active because yes. I'm big on wheels like I love to walk and ride my bike yes riding my bike is a thing I, that's one thing I love about Philly right, right? Um, Philly has all types of transportation for people right. who may not know who's listening from the other side we hope y'all listening from everywhere across right. the world right so if you um, if you don't know Philly has everything from a trolley to a bus to mm-hmm. a train to you know a regional train it right. gets you where you need to be um, so yeah and they have uh, designated bike lanes and th- not all across the city but they have in certain sections of the city so being able to ride your bike freely is something i enjoy to do you know when i'm out and about and then to cover stories like the one when we were at the move bombing you know you want to be in the mess you want to be foot on the ground boots on the Mm. ground kind of mentality so you can get the realness as well like you're not faking anything so um riding my bike alongside of the march was the best way to capture the view best way to get the whole crowd was so many people out there exactly so many people showed up Mm. and i actually met another brother as I was walking there he had his all white on so I said are you headed to the march awesome. he's like yes yeah. so we started talking it's just so beautiful are you talking about Enrique yes yo that's crazy did you know him prior to that no okay. I met him the same day you okay. met him and the same energy and connection mm-hmm. I made and the same energy and connection we made and yeah. um, our conversation actually furthered because okay. that same day he had a little discrepancy where he felt as though that um, he may not have been seen to be black enough right, right. Um, he wanted to carry one of the posters he wanted to be out you were actually carrying one of the yes, yes i remember yeah so uh, exactly he, he wanted to carry one of the posters right. um and because of you know the the biracial uh appearance that right. he was you know appearing to be because that's who he, who he is he wasn't right. doing it on purpose right. um he wasn't able to do so so he wanted to further that conversation to get pretty much um what he had to get off his chest right. and express that to let people know that you know when it comes down to be uh biracial it it is a real feeling and it's real emotions behind that and the crazy part is um enrique is actually the person who helped me just now have the conversation and the jargon mm-hmm. and the vocabulary around saying biracial, right? Because I'm, you know, we from where we from and right. we mixed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> right. We mixed. It is right. what it is. But having that conversation, you know, helped change my dialogue because um, that that can be, you know, a little offensive right. by saying you mix and like mix with right. what, what you mean. Right. So that conversation was definitely different. So he helped me, you know, um, broaden my little horizons a little bit with that one. He has spoke to me about that as well and it hurt me because I'm like now you're coming out here to support but you don't feel accepted exactly and how would you feel if that was you so mm-hmm. when he walked up there I think he even went over there and asked him he, he, he asked hold. Mm-hmm. I wonder what their response was I didn't go into depth on the conversation with him but I think I would like to have him on the podcast yeah and talk I'll, to him about talk that. to him I would definitely yeah. say just the the topic around being biracial right um I learned like I said I learned so much and then my exposure to things um was a lot brighter right. because I was like 
yeah, we don't have these conversations. Right. Where we from? It, it, just is it, it is what it is. You know, and so when I'm saying these things particular to you, because you're from where I'm from, right. it's not like, you know what I'm saying, you up the street, you're right. the same block <laughs> right next door, right? Right. Uh, so when I'm saying these things to you as my neighbor, as my friend, you know, as my constituent on my block, I'm not seeing it as me being offensive to you, but right. you're, you're just embodying it because that's right. what everyone is doing around you as far as being uh, a product of your environment. Right. Um, so he helped me, you know, get my gears turning a little bit with that right. conversation, definitely. So with gentrification going on and a lot of the creatives in the community feeling a type of way about it, how do you feel about collaborations like endorsements, sponsorships from these big corporations? Because I feel as though that's the same thing in a sense. Do you feel that way? Um, collaboration in general, just speaking on the word collaboration, collaboration right. in general for me is everything. Right. Um, it's always collaboration over competition. Right. I honestly truly wouldn't be able to sit next to you and have this conversation talking about me and Revive Radio right. um, if it wasn't for the amount of collaborations and relationships. Right. But relationships are extremely important right. to continue to further your dreams, your aspirations, whatever you go, whatever you want to do, right. right? So, um, the collaboration piece is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to get away from the competition. We right. have to get away from the comparisons because what you do is not necessarily what I do but we are similar in the same lane but we are individuals you know what I mean and with the individuality we can come together and create something even more amazing than what we do you know in in our individual spaces so I truly believe in collaboration but as far as taking um, on uh, what they call mainstream collaborations and mainstream partnerships and sponsorships um, that is that is a, a big question because I am in the middle of it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Revive Radio is considered to be grassroots, you right. know, um, um, local media, but at the same time, I'm in partnership with WHYY, right. which is aka, you know, in a huge market, mm-hmm. doing different numbers, you know, just different things, right? Um, so... I believe in collaboration and I believe in showing up as your full authentic self mm. um, and then not changing because you have the likes of like a WHYY or right. Radio One or uh, WXPN on, right. on, on, the, on the, the vision of what you have right. because it, that was already there. You know, the views is already there. They're just right. now adapting to the vision. Right. So just continuously being yourself because right. that's what made them come aboard in the first place. So don't changing, no changing, no switching up to 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 really be a part of what they have going on i say right. show up as your fourth and yourself the whole way mm-hmm. through that I, I, that's one of the reasons why they got you there in the first right. place yeah staying so. true to you mm-hmm. because just because you're in a sense leveling up that does not mean you have to lose the essence of Agreed. yourself because a lot of people do do that and that's mm-hmm. where that narrative comes from that oh you switched up you changed you know so Agreed. oh i love that answer but at the same mm-hmm. time though Neff, right let me just throw something in there because you know when it comes down to uh switching up and changing you know vocabulary is a, plays a really big part in a lot of things we do right? right so it's not necessarily the switch up or the changing but it is about the growing That's and the right. healing mm-hmm. and it is about you know um, being in a space where you can identify where the gap is no longer you know even you right. can identify where your margin is now moving up right. and the margin that you once were is you know it's not moving up with you mm. but that's because your growth is you know and the mindset has changed exactly 
exactly and, and you're outgrowing that margin of where you right. once were so that's right. why you per se is is moving but the margin is still down so when it comes down to you know like the shift and the change yes always show up as your uh, full authentic self but it's okay to grow right. and it's okay to heal and if right. you grow and if you heal then you will f fully just show up as the total person the total package as who you are you know what I'm saying because artist development yeah. never stops exactly no matter how long exactly. you've been in the game you're always expanding and evolving exactly so that looks different to certain people someone who necessarily hasn't changed they'll see you and look at it negatively exactly wow well yeah. I am loving this conversation <laughs> already but we get stuck in that though right. you know we get stuck in that negativity because right. a lot of people especially people you grew up with your right. family your friends you know your loved ones they want to see you still mm -hmm. as that person they fell in love with right. right because when you fall in love you typically fall in love with that person at that time right. that, 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 that is a replica a rep reflection of you exactly and that's why you're comfortable there exactly mm -hmm. but then at the same time if you really fully love that person you right. allow that flower to bloom mm. you know a flower started off as a seed but it right. has to bloom in order to become a flower so if you're not a part of the blooming process mm. that doesn't necessarily mean that I have changed or right. I don't love you any differently that just means I'm growing and I'm getting my wings I'm oh, just growing shit. I'm getting my petals you know what I'm saying right. and as my petals fall I, I expect you to still be there right. because we all are going to get our time of up and down right. you know ride, ride the roller coaster we're right. all going to get that that's part right. of what life truly is so um, coming at me when when I'm up and you're like, damn, you're changing. And then coming at me when I'm down, like, yeah, see, I told you so. Right. That doesn't necessarily um, um, create a, a balance or a narrative in which can bring bring forth, you know, that right. positivity to keep relationships going. Right. I think that that's why a lot of us as creators, we fall short and we feel lonely mm. we feel by ourselves because we have the naysayers that saying, yo, I told you so. And then we also have the naysayers that saying, you know, well, since you up there, I ain't ready to ride that ride. So I'm not going ride that ride you know what I mean and that was me for a very long time yeah. I'm like oh you sold out you sold yeah. your soul you're not in it it's not about us anymore mm -hmm. you know now it's about monetary gain you don't care about the culture exactly but that can't that's not everyone's ideology like At some all. people really just have evolved mentally and they know how to handle certain conversations when they're in certain rooms exactly. they know exactly what they're doing like they have blossomed Yo. And 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 mm -hmm. and in that space of even saying you know as far as monetary value right. or monetary gain, um, that's the overall you know depiction because I can't really truly help my community or do something for my community if I don't have it myself. You know, so going out and, and doing community events and going out to you know work for free is definitely amazing source of service, right? But at the same time, in order to service somebody, you need to help somebody. In order to help somebody, you got to put something in somebody's not necessarily their pocket but in their mind okay. you know what I mean you know something that can physically get them up to move to right. do something right. a replica of what you just did right. you know so um, in that space it's, it's okay to want to go after the dollar want right. to go get that bag but right. at the same time what are you going to do with that bag when you get it mm. you know so right. yeah we get in this space a lot as far as creators and entrepreneurs and also just millennials you know right. what I mean because right. we are truly the generation of um innovation right. and, 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 and and putting it all on the line and taking right. risks and understanding that 
no means no. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when we say no, we truly mean no. When right. we say we're not doing something, we really truly mean, right. like, we're not doing something. <laughs> I don't know. And we get, we get a lot of, you know, backlash because of mm. that. And, it, it and we don't care, though. At all. It's just like, we're open. We're exactly. open for that dialogue. Let's talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I can back up why I feel the way exactly. I feel. Exactly. Because sometimes we consider it as being lazy. Right. I don't see it as being lazy. I right. just feel like it is worth self-worth. Right. Um, and self-value. And we are truly a generation, if not the generation. Only if not the generation, but the generation after us definitely mm. is advocating for self care, right. self worth, self value, right. and self love. Right. Um, and that's where we're starting. We're not starting with what we can do for others, we're starting with what we can mm. do for ourselves. And a lot of us start with that conversation of what can we do for ourselves? Right. You know, how can we help ourselves first? Right. And if I'm not able to help myself, I'm definitely not going to be able to help anyone else. And I feel like that was the problem with our parents' generation right. and, and the baby boomer generation because mm. they did so much. Um, efforts to help everyone else they did so much efforts to grow this and grow that right. but it had nothing to do with them right themselves right. the you you know what mm. i mean so with that being said it, when it reflected back onto us and we've seen all the hardships all the late nights all the right. crying all the tears we're like heck no i'm picking myself right. first. why would i do that you know why would i go reflect on what i see and then project mm. it onto my own life like right. none of that really makes any sense and that's where the questions come you know right. and we we are questions <laughs> we are question babies you, I'm telling you, exactly. a child question exactly, exactly. So for me personally, um, when it comes down to you know just that reflection, it's just you know it, it, it's a mindset. You know, right. it goes back to that mindset as well. So yeah, right. I definitely agree. The other day, I came across a tweet, and he spoke on how we are in survival mode so much that we neglect our own selves. There are a lot of people who don't know how to swim, a lot of people who've never traveled, a Mm. lot of people who don't have skills outside of just working because we're always hustling and trying to make a dollar, trying to make sure that this foundation is set and we're... Um, moving on up like you, the song which is one of my favorite songs moving <laughs> on up exactly. but we don't take the time to cater to ourselves mm-hmm. and that yo that hit me hard because that was my life growing up I never seen my grandmom do things for herself it was mm-hmm. always for us mm-hmm. so when I got out into the world it was like okay I have to make sure that I'm doing for everyone make sure that this is good this is in place this is in place and that's set there 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 but what am I doing for myself mm-hmm. so when I probably hit 30 that's when I was like Nefertiti you've been doing so much for everyone else that you've neglected yourself now you're slowly but surely deteriorate deteriorating falling apart because you didn't put that time into yourself exactly. what are some of the things that you love what are your hobbies outside of you trying to build this beautiful life that you feel that you need to have which is just material gain when spiritually you're lacking yeah. so the yo i just love that now like you said we're taking that time to be mindful be intentional about ourselves that's, that's the start of the right. conversation right. period <laughs> that's right. legit the start of the Seriously. conversation and i agree with you um wholeheartedly because uh probably like a month ago um i had this conversation with one with my aunt one of my aunts um and she she just cannot seem to figure it out Mm -hmm. right and to her it's just the most confusing thing ever how old is she um she will be 57 this year 57 this year 21 november um so 58 actually i'm sorry 58 21 november so um she just can't seem to figure it out right as far as 
how I am making things happen and, and how things are moving just with me and my sister in general. Right. That I can't, I can't explain. I give right. it, I give it all to God, period. Right. <laughs> so I can't really explain how I'm moving and shaking. Right. right. But when it comes down to the decisions that I make, right. right. And the things that I'm doing. So for example, right now, um, I'm in the, and I'm in the process of moving. Right. Okay. And in the process of moving, it's, it's supposed to be air quote, you know, a long, stressful, mm. drawn out, process trying to figure it out but if you ask me like i said i'm going with the wind i'm letting things happen i'm putting the applications out there like i'm making things you know do what i what is in my control right right? i'm learning right now that i only can control what i can control and outside of that it's going to weigh me down and ain't nobody putting nothing in my cup so with that being said i'm going to just let it do what it do Right. right so um as all of this is happening, uh, I needed somebody to talk to. So right. I confronted in my aunt. And in the midst of that, um, I just laid it all on the line. Right. And that was one of the days where I didn't necessarily need her to speak back. I just right. needed her to listen. Yes. So maybe like two days two days after that, she called me and she was just like, I'm confused. If you're moving, how are you going on, on a trip? If you're moving, how are you doing this? Like, how are you staying, you know, uh, how are you going back from Philly to this, this, and this? Right. And, and staying afloat and doing all of these things if you're supposed to move by August. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's exactly. how I'm doing. That's how I'm moving. Right. And she was just simply saying, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because um, I, I stopped and I said, you know, let me ask you this question. Will it be there when I get back? Mm. And she said, yeah. And I said, will it be there if I don't go? Hmm. And she said, yeah. And I said, that's the answer right there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm only going to control what I'm going to control in my self-care and my mind and my stability and the longevity of who I want to be Mm. as a person is what I want to control at this moment. So with that being said, I'm going to go take this time for me and I'm going to go take this trip and I'm going to, you know, allow these other things to just move as the pieces allow them to move. But I can't physically pick these pieces up and say, hey, I need you to go to point A and I need you to uh, go around and collect two to run it because I passed jail. Like, I can't physically move these pieces for myself I'm not in control of that I know that this is something that is a part of my life right right now but what can I do if the people that I'm applying to is not responding back to me what can I do if I reach reach out and they say they're going to call me in 3 to 5 days and it's been 10 days like what do you want me to do keep like stressing myself out no I'm just going to apply to another place I'm going to try to fit I'm going to use my resources I'm going to just do other things and when I said that to her she was just like you make it sound so easy I was like I'm not making it sound so I'm just not yelling, screaming, and right. fussing, and losing my mind I'm about being it. Mindful, exactly, present in the exactly. And when right. I said that statement to her, she was just like, "Oh, like your generation just thinks it has all figured out." I was like, "No, your generation just doesn't have it figured mm. out." You know what I mean? Like I definitely, I just literally told you I don't have it figured right. out, but I'm not stressing over trying to figure Come it on. out because it will move for me if right. I continue to put out and do what I needed to do. It's gonna move for me. So you know, that was the only reason I brought up that long conversation. No, but I, yo, I love that you brought that up because I feel as though those generations were in the fight or flight mode. Exactly. Like it's just like boom boom we have to keep moving instead of being still. Mm-hmm. Once you're still everything is clear and the answers come to you mm-hmm. because you're not overthinking. You're understanding that everything is going to align the way it's supposed to. I'm not going to rush this. I'm not going to move too fast. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I just know that it's going to happen how it happens. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I love that you called it you know fight or flight because with us, it's like, or with me, I'm going to speak, you know, mm. we are in a microwave mode at, mm. the, at the same time, right? Like, right. it's maybe not like a 
total reactionary period right. but it's definitely microwavable when mm. we want it very fast right. and um it's like we grew up in that space where you know uh we can get a meal in 10 seconds right. we can get anything that we want you know overnight right. and when it doesn't happen that way our generation feels like the world is over mm. you know the depression kicks in the anxiety excuses start to roll out right. anxiety is real don't don't get me don't yes, get me wrong but i'm just saying like a lot of us want it to be a crutch uh -huh. you know anxiety is not a uh a mental health issue it's right. not a mental health disease it's, right. it's something that just is holding you back based on the experiences in the environment and how mm. you're dealing with the situation so well, well how you're dealing with the situation yeah. yes <laughs> I'm telling you, seriously. yes 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 so um it, it may not be you know fight or flight but it's definitely microwavable right. definitely overnight it's definitely something we want really fast right. we want that you know that instant gratification right. um, as millennials and also wise um, but at this when I say wise I mean generational wise but at the same time it's like we have to do a better job at um, hearing the word no yes. we have to do a better job at um, people not calling us back we right. have to do a better job at not freaking out and right. getting so anxious over things that we cannot control yes. um, and, and I, I do understand that it sounds like um, I'm just speaking very fluently about something but at the same time I had to learn this and it took mm -hmm. over 29 years for Come me to on. do that so yeah it's not fight or flight but it's definitely microwavable and 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 with that being said we have to slow down we have yes. to slow ourselves down we have to slow our minds down yes. physically and mentally to even be able to produce what we want to produce you Come know on. what i mean so preheat yeah. the oven exactly. let it sit for a while exactly <laughs> your favorite meditative sound yes. vibes on come yes. on y'all and that goes back to the, the reason i brought up because you said still you know right. what i mean and that goes back to that we have to slow down right. everything cannot be microwave we cannot right. get everything in 30 seconds we right. can't just hit that start button and think that the meal was going to be cooked it doesn't work right. like that or your cup is going to get refilled it mm. doesn't definitely work like that so a lot of the generations prior to us are attached to methods that work for them so what do you think are some innovative ways for us to let them know hey this is what we're doing now this is what works for us um, and in other ways, just keep doing what we're doing. Right. You know, um, keep being the example. Exactly. Uh, we are truly blessed to say, you know, we are the epitome of social media. You know what mm. I mean? We started social media we created we innovated we have it to the point where it is now right. um and social media has done so much for our generation right. um and i'm sorry to make the conversation very generational but no, i'm just speaking in a direct form <laughs> i'm just speaking very directly um but uh it, 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 social media has evolved truly when it comes down to our um generation because it has helped us in the music industry it's helped us in the artist industry um it has helped us you know doing the things that we're doing now as far right. as podcasts internet radio um social media helped us as far as letting us be the voice to tell our stories right. letting us be you know the faces to be relatable when stories are being told um so as far as just keeping it going just keep being creative mm. um keep being yourself right. uh, like i said in the in the beginning of the conversation showing up as your full authentic self right. is definitely something that will always be your niche right regardless because no one can do what you do and no one can be you so um yeah just truly showing up as your full authentic self and continue to do the creative things that we're doing 
and doing it fearlessly. Mm. That's how we are where we are now because of a lot of things that we do, we do it fearlessly. And right. a lot of things that people ask is like, how did you come up with this? Were you scared? We're like, what? Why would I be scared? Right. Like, why would I even think of something like that? Right. You know what I mean? Because I, all I seen was the vision. Like all I seen was people jumping up and down being right. excited, you know? <laughs> so I didn't even think that I had to be scared. Right. So just continues to be fearless, you know? Yeah. And vulnerability plays a major role in it because a lot of, my upbringing, I was told, oh, what happens here stays here. Keep it under the wraps. No one needs to know about this. But I was so open with everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though when you're open, you're receptive to everything. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a free flow. And that's how we are. Like our generation is a free flowing generation. We just flow so well because we're so open. But the generations prior to us, they were so closed off. And that fear still surrounds them. That's real. So it's just like, how are you doing this? How this? How that? Because you're asking how and not how did you do it? Mm -hmm. Not asking me, how can I do that? How is this? Is working for you you know not being open to that once you open yourself up like oh god the universe blesses you and the crazy part is um i learned this lesson maybe three years ago two years ago which is 2021 so three yeah. years ago um at a movie premiere mm -hmm. uh and shout out to wallow 267 so wallow, love wallow yeah so wallow came out in 2017 and then he did a documentary of himself in 2018 mm -hmm. and i was at his uh, movie premiere when he released it for Philadelphia um, Film Festival. And I actually asked him that exact question about mm. vulnerability on the carpet. And I said, yo, Wallo, like, to put your story out like this, you had to be super vulnerable. Right. Um, and he taught me a lesson at that very moment that I have not forgot, um, forgotten when it comes down to vulnerability. He was like, to be honest with you, sis, I wasn't vulnerable in this moment. Mm. You know what I mean? Because the story that I wanted to to give and, and, and when I wanted to give off, I wanted to start those conversations. Right. You know what I mean? That what I wanted people to see was I wanted people to see me so they didn't have to see themselves, you know? So mm. he taught me something um, at that moment about what vulnerability truly right. is. And, um, and and if we don't look at it as we're putting ourselves out there, we don't look at it as, you know, um, what people may think right. and just think of it as we are doing something because we want people to know our stories right. and we want them to not necessarily experience the same things that right. we experience. And, you know, so on and so on. You know, Wallow gets a little deep. But right. yeah, that was one of the, 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 the major um, takeaways from that was right. just like I'm putting myself out there because I don't want someone else to experience what I've experienced it has nothing to do with my emotions it has nothing to do with how I feel because right. I already experienced it you know right. I already felt what I felt so there's no point in me being vulnerable to the point where I have to feel it again you know mm. so yeah so he's mastered those emotions. He's mastered that. And I love to hear that. Mm -hmm. Happy belated birthday to Wallow, too. Yes. <laughs> he released a dope little clothing line. Well, not a clothing line. He released some pieces. And yes. they're like exclusive pieces. Yes. I was so mad because I wanted the jean jacket. <laughs> but of course it was gone. I got to get my coins up to get that jean jacket. <laughs> yo, I felt like that's an investment, yo. Oh, yes, Later definitely. on down the line, I already know. Yes, yes. Big shout out to Wallow. Big shout out to Wallow. A lot of things, yes. Um, Happy early birthday to Gilly. They have a show coming up at the Met on July 31st so mm -hmm. get y'all tickets I already know it's going to be crazy. a crazy crazy I plan to be in the building doing some um, mm. interviews and doing some um uh, media there as okay. well so I plan to be there for that one I, I, so I, like, I have well. to be I really, have I'm to. crossing my fingers and let mm -hmm. me in <laughs> so, have you spoken to anyone yet um, as far as just the media team just okay. reaching out through emails and stuff like perfect. that yeah perfect so it's going to align yes yay so this is going so well I'm just like, <laughs> everything is always free throw on this free flow on this podcast yes. I don't write down any questions awesome. I just love to talk I like it to be authentic I like That's it to be at. real so you are a Philly native right 
No, I'm actually born mm. and raised in Washington D.C. Wow. I came I love to love Washington. <laughs> I came to Philly um, about six years ago. Okay, yeah, and, and they adopted me. So I graduated from Cheney, and mm-hmm. then when I graduated from Cheney, I just stayed in the area because of my um, internship. Okay, and then from my internship, my career just you know took off from there. So nice. yeah. How was the transition from D.C. to Philly? I feel like we're brother and sister. I feel like the culture is so connected. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, uh. I had a little uh what do, what do you call it a little bump okay so when i when i before i got all the way to philly so which i love the most about this bump and this hurdle it was it was amazing so uh, when i first graduated from cheney cheney is around the westchester side okay. um so when i graduated i wasn't too sure about the area and the demographic right. i should say so when they said westchester you know you think westchester and chester are similar right you, you think one is down the street from the next so mm-hmm. you should be fine westchester and chester pennsylvania are two totally mm-hmm. opposite <laughs> Nothing the same kind of environment, uh-huh. but someone coming from you know a college space and then coming from DC, you don't right. know this. You're right. just like Westchester, Chester. And Chester. <laughs> Girl, when I say I dropped in Chester, and I was like, what the uh-huh. heck? Who the heck? And how the heck did I get it, right? All the who's that one where how, right? right? And uh, when 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 that when that happened, I was just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. right? But I embraced it and I loved it, and I actually lived in Chester for three years of my life. So when I graduated. I lived in Chester from 2014 to 2017. Okay. Loved it. Loved everything about it as far as just the culture, the right. people. Got to learn more about just the the Pennsylvania, Trusty mm-hmm. County, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just all of the lingo, everything about it right. um, in, in Chester. So that's where I actually spent my internship at, right. in Chester. And then um, I moved to Philly when it was time for me. I finished the internship, time for me to start my career. I moved to Philly. And when I moved to Philly, um, I just, it adopted me. And I've just been here ever since. And I just truly love the city. Um, everything about it, honestly, right. truly. Yeah, just I love it. Chester. I was in Chester, what, 2013, 14. I worked as a cocktail server at Harris Casino. Awesome. So if you ever went there, I yes. was there walking around with a <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> and the environment was dope. Yes. Like, I love the people that were mm-hmm. there. It was pretty lit. Yeah. And one thing about Chester, too, is about the prices. Right. right. So you, it gets you. So you think, like, Westchester and Chester, you think it's something similar. And you're like, oh, it's only six, 700 live here, and then there's mm-hmm. 1,200 live here. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to Chester. Right. So when I got there, I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I understand, but I'm not mad at the environment. Right. Um, I appreciate all the black excellence right. and the black beauty. I know that it's you know violence everywhere. It's, it's crime. On. It's all these things happen in every inner city. So it's right. not just you know in, in black and brown cities. It's also poor whites. If you go to Chester, Chester's filled with poor whites. Right. You know what I mean? And just like Philly, you know, you go in certain sections, certain zip codes, it's filled with poor whites as well. So. Right. It is what it is. Right. So let's talk about the creatives that you have worked with, collabed with, partnered with while being here in Philadelphia. How has awesome. that been? Um, it has been amazing. Uh, Philadelphia is a city of so much talent, mm. so much artistry, um, culture. Uh, it's so much to embody in this right. city. Um, it's so much that you can take from this city and then take other places. Mm-hmm. Um, this city has just a beautiful mecca of just yes. black excellence, right? Um, so when it comes down to collaborations, it's always not. I would never say it's a big red button that says this is easy, you know. Right. But it, it's it's really really it's 
organic it's yes. something that's just fluent as far as if you bring that good energy they will bring that good Come energy on. back philadelphians don't play they, they know of <laughs> rip like nah that ain't it i'm Very not even messing with you exactly mm-hmm. so i'm um, just bringing that good energy if you right. bring that good energy they will bring that good energy back and then if you know you have something to say they will talk to you right. and that's how you know the the segment that i'm doing with why is even mm-hmm. um you know expanding the way that i am because i'm learning that if you have something to say you asking a question that get people going Philadelphians want to talk it's too much not it's too much to talk about not to not be talking right. you know what I mean so um it, it is definitely a beautiful city as far as collaborations it's, it's if I had a big red button I would push it but it's not, it's not that easy I'm just joking <laughs> so what's one of the highlights like let me hear an experience that you've been through that was just like oh my god this is just like so amazing as far as music or music just music in general anything that you've experienced okay. while being here in Philly yes uh, well, of course, covering the uh, Made in America, that that's Ooh. overall just an amazing experience. Right. Um, covering anything in TLA, that's an amazing mm-hmm. experience. Shout out to Global Village, being able to, you know, do a live broadcast at Global Village. Um, it's, it's so much. Um, it's, it's just a lot of things. I can't even just think <laughs> it's just something that I, uh, so much you know, going it's just, on, it's, always. It's just so much to do. Uh, right. And I have, I literally feel like I've touched it all and done it all. And right. I'm still out here trying to touch it and do it again. You right. know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like there's a lot. Uh, shout out to all of the uh, state reps and councilmen and councilwomen who reached out, who want to be a part of the show to get mm. their you know, voices and opinions across because right. we're really big and making sure that millennials know that their voice and their vote counts you know your right. vo- your voice your vote is your voice and your voice is your vote so being an advocate on that as well so being able to be around elected officials to you know make that uh, uh, a thing or revive radio is also something big to us as well um, okay. and then now with the the, the collaboration with WHYY is also um, extremely amazing too my face was just on a cover of a newspaper two oh, weeks ago wow. at the first of June yeah just got my uh, first cover story local local yep um northwest local which is a a newspaper in the germantown section of the city um they did a story on me but they just at that time it was just like yo we're about to do a story i'm like all right cool yeah i had no clue clue it was going to be the cover story okay um so to wake up that morning and see my face on the cover that was amazing (laughs) so that's something (laughs) so that just happened about two weeks ago at the beginning of june um so yeah, just moving and shaking, doing doing things that are uh, keeping revive alive. Definitely moving and shaking, moving and shaking. So marketing, right? Advertising. Do mm-hmm. you feel as though word of mouth is the best way to go about it, or are you more aligned with social media? Because with me, I'm big on going to events, connecting with people, networking, seeing what's going on in the mix, and being a part of it. So, what do you feel as though has been your best avenue? Um. For me personally, uh, both, okay. right? Uh, because I have a degree in business marketing. Okay. So when it comes to marketing, um, I, I'm not as well as advanced in it as it is right now because social media has taken it to a whole right. other level. Like not even to be... Uh, like putting myself out there because I'm not old at all, but I still haven't even made a TikTok. Okay, um, it's just too many social media pages. I made one and that was <laughs> like I haven't even made the account. You know, oh, like I gotta start there. Right. You know, <laughs> it's just too many social media, social sites. Right, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is so overwhelming. I'm not even a dancer. Right. I don't even want to get out there and dance. Like, you know what I mean? You sound like me. <laughs> I don't want to have to do all the hype things right. to be hype or to be a part of the hype right? Right, because I'm dope regardless. So, Thank you. so, so <laughs> for me, um, 
for me both right? right one because marketing is something i love to do as far as just seeing people's reaction and um to my creativity right. that that's a, a real big part of being a content creator right, right. you want to know if the vision matches up with the views mm. so um especially on that side but then when it comes down to social media i understand it because i'm a part of it right so one of the first things when it comes down to connecting before we walk away right. you know it's like oh what's your ig what's your facebook blah blah like no i got a number this is my business card you know we have mm. to redirect that conversation right. but right. most people just like simply the social media right. conversation so having that presence on social media um and having that um that 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 face to match with the voice is right. very important because um before the pandemic it was very hard to see my face because I was right. on radio so I was just talking like yep yep to the yep yep you know what I'm saying so I wasn't really on the Instagram lives right. or doing the visual presence because it wasn't at that time a, a thing right. of course doing videos was a thing um, and your Instagram story was a thing but it right. wasn't about the IG lives and it wasn't about the reels it wasn't about all of that this right. just came a year and a half ago people if you don't know it literally just came like right. it, it was not what it is now but mm -hmm. because we were in a pandemic and we couldn't see each other the visual presence and, and the highlights and the graphics and the editing right. and all this became so much more heavier than right. what it is now um so making that presence is big right. but for me to be honest with you Nev, like i don't care about having twenty thousand followers like i don't care about all the hoopla that goes along with the social media that right. right there is just damaging and depressing by itself right it can really just stop uh, all kind of motivation and inspiration within yourself right. if you're over there just falling trapped to the inclusions right. of the illusions right, right. so um yes i want to make a face yes i want to make a presence but right. i'm going to do it in a way that i am okay and yes. it has nothing and to do with, with i was going to say it doesn't have anything to do with my comfortability Ooh. and the reason why i'm saying because it, it's not about me mm -hmm. i'm putting out that for that fubu effect that for mm -hmm. you and about you so and see that's where i did this i'm sorry to cut you off but that's the disconnect with me because it was always oh i'm not comfortable doing this i don't oh, yeah. want a presence online but it's not about me it's at not the about day yeah. because i'm doing this to be relatable to people exactly. i want them to feel me and hear me continue no you're fine so mm. it, it takes time to get there I'm, right. not, I'm not gonna lie to you but for me it, the comfortability is psh, like right. all the way out the window you know right. a lot of things that I do I'm not doing it comfortable but that's how mm. I am able to even um um be on a, on a beast mode at all right. times because I want to see and challenge myself of how right. I can um, get and get out of this uh, get out of this uncomfortable mm. mode or mindset. Right. But to get back onto the topic, yes, um, I want to be a presence. I want to be a face, but I don't care about the numbers. You right. know what I mean? I'm not stalking my page. If somebody asks me like, "Oh, well, you only have five, four thousand followers, whatever it may be," like, right. "Oh, you're not pop then I guess I'm not popping to you." Right. Like, but that's cool. But right. you're gonna catch this interview. You're gonna see me doing this. Mm -hmm. You're gonna see, like for somehow, some way, somebody always knows me. For somehow, somewhere, somebody always sees me. Oh, I seen this. I seen that. I seen this. Right? Yeah. But I don't have ten thousand followers. Right. I don't have twenty thousand followers. So, with that being said, it's like it's a balance to it all. If mm -hmm. I continue to do what I'm doing and how organic I'm doing it, it's right. going to work for me regardless. I'm not about to sit here and pay for the algorithms. Like it's just not something that I'm going to do. It's just not. And they make as though make it where as though you have to, but no, I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to do this organically and it's going to flow for me exactly. and it's going to align exactly the way it's supposed to. Exactly. Yo, I am so appreciative for this. Like you have broadened my horizon. <laughs> you have opened my eyes to so much because there were a lot of questions that I had within myself that I wasn't answering mm -hmm. but now to hear you speak is, is beautiful and I'm appreciative y'all mm.
It's not over. It's not it's over. Not over? Okay. It's not okay. over. It's not so over. So we're going to take a quick little intermission and we shall return because y'all know this is more than real radio and this yes, is how we is. do. So this is our break. <laughs> 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 